It is time Hello, hello, and welcome to our nest. I am AZ. And I'm Nicole, and today uh, we are going to be talking about Unearthed and the history of uh, the Paralympics today. So, AZ, my First two things that I'm going to do is yep. two questions. So the first question is, in which year was the first official Paralympic Games held? Ooh. You see, I don't even know when the first Olympics was, like the modern one. So this is a tough question. I'm going to guess... Hmm, 1960? You're correct. Oh, my goodness. Oh, actually, yes. oh. Yes, 1960, wow. and it took place in Rome. Um, Wait, and that was actually? In, yeah, no, kidding. Yes. Okay, that was a complete <laughs> guess. <laughs> yes, but it was called the International Stokes uh, Medieval Games. Basically. Oh, so it wasn't okay, actually called okay. Um, and my second question okay. is, uh, which country has won the most medals in the Paralympic Games? America? Oh, of course, yes. The only thing is because America wins everything. Yeah, they've won a total <laughs> of two thousand one hundred and seventy-five medals so far. Whoa! Like that is that's crazy. I know. My goodness. My goodness. Yes. So here in lockdown, well, in Aussie, we're in lockdown two point right? So yes. we have definitely been not being able to go out and experience fun yeah. and all that. So our form of entertainment has been going to the Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics of yep. 2020. That has been our entertainment on the TV. Yep. So I don't know about you guys, but that's our entertainment over here. Yep, every single night I know. <laughs> on the TV. <laughs> yeah. So the Paralympics movement has been a historic movement that has, uh, well, Basically, we plan to uncover its history and why it's yeah. been so significant. Um, and there's just a quote from Nelson Mandela that says, sport has the power to change the world. It has the power to inspire. It has the power to unite people in a way that little else does. It speaks to youth in a language that they understand. Sport can create hope where once there was only despair. And I think that is so true, particularly mm. for this Paralympic movement, um, otherwise known as the International Paralympic Committee, IPC. Wow. You know? IPC, um, I like that. Yes. IPC. You could create like a little jingle, man. <laughs> I could. IPC. So, yeah, it's just like also their motto of being... Um, uh, well, just inspiring people and being yeah. like, this is the spirit in motion. Being like, we um, are willing as Paralympians to mm. like showcase um, how excellent and moving uh, people here are and yeah. how this movement has just shaped. So let's get into it, shall we? Yep. So I can start. Yeah. So prior to the 1930s, like all disabled people were not allowed in mm -hmm. the Olympics, which is very sad. Yeah, they weren't like yeah. really treated well. Like they were yeah. definitely uh, mocked and shocked. Like like it was shocking towards yeah. uh, a society and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Abandoned abandoned by like their families and like just put out in the street. Like when they like also like um, they're like homes specific to disabled people. 
pretty sure in called the midwife anyone else watch called the midwife they have like a home specifically just for like people with like disabilities and stuff i think they which do, is quite yeah, sad because yeah. like then their families are like no i don't want you you mm. just go to home like, yeah no they, they and experiments were done on them yeah um, and all that kind of stuff yeah. um uh, which was they were just deprived of their rights yeah. and their ability to do. They were ridiculed and all that. Mm. And even if you think about, like, the Bible stories, like, people with leprosy were, like, put yeah, out on the street, out cast and out, and stuff, yeah. who cared about them, whatever. Mm. Um, and so views of, like, today of people with disabilities has quite changed, especially in, like, the late 20th century. Mm. Um, it's and very different. Oh, yeah, from, different like, to... You even watch movies mm. or, like... His yeah. story is very different. Yeah, very, very different. Uh, but there is yeah. still, like, even today, though, there is still a bit of, like, I feel like people... Um, oh. Treating them differently. Yeah, treat them differently Maybe sometimes. Maybe not intentionally, but, Maybe, like... Yeah, yeah. there's still that sometimes, like, but, but it's definitely different. Or... Perspective yeah. of people with disability has yeah, definitely changed, sure. so which sure. is good. Yeah. Um, actually, in 1975, uh, the UN declared... Uh, the rights of disability people. So they actually got rights and stuff like that. So it definitely has changed. So like voting and stuff like that? Yeah, or just considered um, a people that needed to be cared for, basically, you know, yeah. um, and out there. Um, and also, like, of, of course, medical advances have helped people yeah. with disabilities as well, being able to uh, live longer mm. and being able to participate in society, whereas previously yeah. they just weren't. True, like, even if you think to. about, like, they mm. make, like, wheelchair ramps yeah. in, like, shopping mm. centres mm. or, uh, yeah. Just anywhere, like, in homes yeah, and stuff anywhere. like that, you know. So it's very, it's like, it has definitely improved over the yeah. century. And it's, But this is more in terms of you're talking about, like, developed countries and stuff like that. Mm. So people, like, in non-developed countries or do not have medical care sometimes do struggle if they do have a disability yeah. more the more so than yeah. people who have the who are in developed countries yeah um, like here in australia yeah um then who more uh, have like the resources right? yeah have the resources yeah, to yeah, be able yeah, to yeah. do it so yes what we are gonna do is basically talk about uh, Gutman or Sir Gutman. Gutman. Yeah, Gutman. Gutman. <laughs> <laughs> and the Paralympic River, basically. Okay. So, okay. Gutman, he was born, well, he was a Jewish German born, well, yes. Right? Jewish German born man. Born, well, yes. We'll yeah. go with that, right? So, he was Jewish and he was born in Germany and he was basically a neurosurgeon. So, um, yeah, like very good in terms of the That's medical crazy. degree and stuff Just like that. Just think about that mm. if you're a neurosurgeon, man. Like, you, did you do operations on people? I'm assuming so. Like, like can you imagine just like cutting into someone's head? Like, oh, that's creepy. Like, don't you think you'd like accidentally kill them? <laughs> like, you might do. I, I feel know. like I'd Maybe be so would. scared. And you know, you know the movie Doctor Strange. Yes. Like the guy, he couldn't do the, his surgery because his hands were like all shaky after his accident. Do you remember? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like his hand, you have to be so still to like do stuff, pull stuff out. But I'm sure he's fine. Out, but <laughs> I'm sure Goodman is fine. Yes. Crazy. But basically, Gutmann, uh, well, because of the rise of the Nazi power in Germany, yeah. because of World War One, and I mean World War Two, not World War One. Get Wrong your history one. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he left in uh, 1939 to go to England mm -hmm. uh, because, of course, he was Jewish, and in Germany, Jewish people were just very horrible things happened to them. Yeah. Of so, so he, he escaped. 
yeah, so he escaped. He fled and he came to uh, England, basically. And towards the end of the war, it was like 1945, um, and... Uh, well, 1944, actually. Mm-hmm. And he became the head of the National Injury Centre at Stoke uh, Mandeville Hospital. Um, and it's somewhere in England. I don't know. Who knows where? Yeah, who where knows? Is it? Do you reckon Stoke or Mandeville is the place? No, Stoke Mandeville is the hospital. Stoke Mandeville oh, Hospital. Oh, in... How do you say that? Aylesbury. Aylesbury. Yeah, Aylesbury. I think so. Anyone know where Aylesbury is? I don't. I'll search it up after this because I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was asked by the British government basically to do this National Spinal Injuries um, mm-hmm. Centre um, and he was there until he basically retired in 1966, which is How a long time. How many years is that? Is that 20 years? Is my math correct? I don't know. I don't know. I can't be able to work it out. 1944 to 1966. That's a long time though. That's 22 years. Yeah, so you're... There you go. <laughs> point, let's go. Um, and basically in... His uh, when he was doing or being the head of this spinal mm-hmm. injury center, his basically his main thing um, was championing the concept of using physical activity um, yeah. uh, in treating people with spinal injuries. So they could they couldn't use basically their lower bodies, but they could okay. still use their upper bodies. I would say, um, and so it they was could still do like sport and stuff. Yeah, so like, they could like do javelin or they could throw and jav- you know and, like use their arms. I feel like, like that you must have really strong arms then to do javelin. Like imagine sitting here and having to like just throw it with no momentum. Like mm. you're yes, that's crazy. It is crazy. So he basically was promoting this, especially for servicemen, since like with World War Two, a mm. lot of servicemen would come back and they would basically just not have functional yeah. like their legs or yeah. they would have spinal injuries and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, well, sport is a way that they can get physical activity, yeah. basically, but it will also promote um, more interconnection, um, willing to... Mm-hmm. Um, participate in society um, and and motivation, mental well-being. So it just helped all the rehabilitation um, to get them back out because they just were kept basically in beds. Yeah. Um, And he came and changed that whole idea of just keeping them in beds and trying to make them comfortable, if that makes sense, actually trying to get them back up and moving and stuff like that. I feel like they'd also be, like, scared to go back into society because they'd be scared Mm. of what people think. Mm. But it's good, though, because I feel Mm. like probably because of this... Like, we, yeah. they're literally in society and no one, mm. like... Yeah. So he basically mm-hmm. believed that sport was... It was able to change lives. Yeah. And it totally does. Yeah. So, um... There's actually a movie called The Best of Men, which I actually highly recommend that anyone yeah. watch because it is incredible because it just basically shows a movie mm-hmm. about Goodman's life mm-hmm. and how he came to this hospital and he just changed thinking of how to treat people with disabilities or with spinal cord injury specifically. Yeah. Um, and it goes on to show that he basically formed what was known now as the Stoic uh, Manville Games, basically. Stoic Manville Games. Mm-hmm. Yes. So okay. in 1944, he basically organised this a sports competition for British World War Two veterans yep. to compete in yep. with spinal cord injuries at uh, the Stoic Manual Hospital. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and it basically actually coincided with uh, the Olympic Games that were held in London in 1948. Oh, the same Olympics. year. Yeah, oh, but they, wow, weren't, they okay. weren't associated with each other. Like, they weren't run yeah, like, yeah, by yeah. the same person, if okay, that makes sense. Okay. So it was separate events. Do you reckon that was, like, on purpose? <laughs> 
Possibly. It probably was a bit on like, purpose. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, of course. Um, but this yeah. particular Games is actually known as the precursor to basically the Paralympic movement and the Paralympic Games and in okay. terms of moving it towards that. Yeah. Um, That's kind of cool. where it all started. Really That's cool. Um, in a tiny little hospital in, in a tiny England. little hospital. And now yeah. look at us. We've got mm-hmm. the Paralympics. Yes. So um, good. Uh, so yeah, so that's a bit about him and like how he started the Stoic mm-hmm. um, International, well, International Stoic Manville uh, Games. games yeah, basically, yeah. these games were actually um, held again in 1952. So basically, like mm-hmm. four years later uh, from the so same as the Olympics. Yeah, same as the yeah, Olympics, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but this time in 1952. Um, the games were actually open to British and Dutch veterans. So it Ooh, actually became so the first international competition of its kind, which is That's really cool. cool. I like, mean, even though it's like only about. like two countries. Yeah, two countries. Two countries right? but, but, but for people with disabilities That's to have crazy. this competition that is technically international, international now. Yeah, because yeah. you've got, well, yeah, because it's international because you've got two countries, people, yeah. countries there. Um, is incredible especially because this yeah. hadn't been seen before really to have people yeah. with disabilities or spinal like specifically spinal cord mm. injuries being able to compete in uh sports or international sports yeah. they were kind of hidden from society and now they've been brought into the light yeah um cool. and it was a very yeah so it was a very monumentous moment yeah because then it just mm. would have expanded and expanded like yeah well it did it literally kept and... growing over the next few years that actually the international community mm-hmm. and the international olympics committee so that ioc um yeah. basically was so impressed with goodman's work yeah. of this of these games um at the hospital mm-hmm. um that they actually um basically award were like awarded uh, his contributions and mm-hmm. basically were very invested in then the games to make it a Paralympics to make it what it is the Paralympics yeah um, yeah okay and because That's of their cool. Olympic ideals of sports can change the world basically yeah. fun know. fact yeah I found this the other day all the five Olympic rings mm-hmm. all of those colors at least one of them is in every single country's flag no way. Olympics. Yeah, that's I was like, cool. that's cool. That's yes. very, very cool. That is awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, right. So, yeah, so these Stoic games um, basically uh, began to be quite, uh, well, grow and become widely yeah. known. Yeah. Uh, particularly by the, like, 1960, when basically... I guessed it, right. Guessed that it. really was a guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yes. So basically, in 1960, it was uh, the first time the Stoic Manville Games went over, like overseas, internationally. Basically, so before so it, was it was always in, where, where is the country called? No, England. The, country. the town. The weird name. What was the A? I don't know what its name is. Me either, but it was there. It was there. But um, now it's. Where and then it was international. So it went to Rome. And Rome... Yes, uh, yeah, Because right. Rome actually was holding... In 1960, there was the Rome Olympic Games. Um, oh, okay. And actually, the Stoic uh, Manville Games went in after the games were held there um, to hold yeah. their own games as well, basically. Was that the same time or was it like now? It's like two weeks. Is it two weeks uh, 
I think it was two weeks, yeah, or something like that. I think it was held closely together. But yeah. um, the only thing is with that, um, I think even though they were there, um, like the their disabilities, well, couldn't get allow them to get up and down like stairs and stuff like that. Oh. So the facilities weren't quite um, the best. The best for them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, or if, in terms of how they could move around, so they needed a bit of help mm-hmm. as well. I've just seen yeah. this. There were four hundred athletes from thirty three countries that went to that games, like the Paralympic mm. Games, which is insane. You know. Yeah. Um, and like twenty three countries, like. That yeah. is pretty incredible, you know. Um, and, like, these were basically, like, although it was known kind of still as the stoic uh, Manville Games, mm. it is actually more likely, like, people consider it as the first official Olympic, Paralympic Games. Yeah, basically. yeah. Probably it's more like, international and more people would oh, learn yeah, about definitely. it. Yeah. And, yeah. You know. Um and although these like 1960 games led to improvements, uh, there was definitely um, like setbacks in terms of facilities that were yeah. available and stuff. So there were still like some hurdles to get over and stuff like that. Mm. But these games definitely began to like modernize and like become like grow and allow more disabilities because actually in those previous games, uh, the only disabilities that were actually included in the Paralympic mm. Games were people with spinal cord injuries. So people like with oh, visual so no impairments. Oh, so no one else could or, like... Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise that. Okay, so now yeah. any disability. Yeah, so from basically well, the 1960, okay. it began to grow in terms of allow more people with disabilities to mm. partake in these games. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Would you count like people wearing glasses as a disability? Because technically it is. Oh, you know what I'm saying? No. Okay, so last night uh, I was talking with um, my father and he was actually mm. saying that um, so you ha- if you want to be considered a disability with eyes, so you have to put your glasses on and still have very bad uh, like vision. Basically, you can't see. So if you Even put- with glasses? Yeah. Even so the you- point of glasses is to be able to see? Yeah, so if you put glasses on okay. and you have 20-20 vision, you're not considered to be able to take part in Paralympic Games. So you basically have to be blind. You have to be blind. Is that yes. what it's saying? Sort of, yes. But with basically, you have to basically put glasses on, and you still and like the strong like, power. They can't. Yeah, can't. it still doesn't oh. help you see. Basically. Okay, I was wondering that. Yeah. I was like, mm. which is interesting. technically it is a disability mm. because if you don't have glasses on, you can't see. Yes. I always but wondered that, but oh yeah, that makes sense. I understand. A little fact for you. Yeah. So. Yeah, so the games began to incorporate, like, um, adding other, um, like, cerebral palsy was mm. added in, um, I think it was 1980? Yep. Um, and then uh, other events, like the Winter Paralympic Winter Games was uh, added in 1976, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. So that was added. A few years after. A few but- years after, but yes. Um, and then, of course, the original governing body of the Paralympics was formed in 1982. And yep. it was actually, it wasn't called the International Paralympic Committee. It was called the International Coordination Committee of World Sports Organizations for the Disabled. Eh, so that's a long, long title, man. <laughs> like, man I'm oh. glad they changed that to a shorter title. Yes. Ain't nobody saying that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I didn't remember half of it yeah. already. <laughs> oh, yes. well. And the current, actually, the current 
are president of the IPC, so the International Paralympic Committee. IP, yep, okay. Is Andrew uh, Parsons, and he's a Brazilian, basically. Mm -hmm. So he's from 2017 to current now. And he was vice president. Before that? Before that. Okay. I think from 2013 to 2017, he was the vice president when uh, another person was there. Oh, yes. That's so cool. Yeah. Um... But yeah, despite all these improvements, though, the Paralympics actually wasn't considered equal to the Olympics. And that was because although mm. they were like, they weren't actually held at the like the same time or the same place. So the only time that they oh. were held at the same place was in 1960 in Rome. Um, but then oh. after that, the couple Olympics after that weren't actually held in the same place as the Olympics. And what happened mm. is that the IPC began to basically uh, petition and lobby um, governments and all this kind of yeah. stuff to make it equal to the Paralympics so that if you wanted to host the uh, Olympics, the Paralympics also had to be hosted as well and stuff like that. That's good, yeah. though. Oh, and in 1988, yeah. um, they basically had a breakthrough and the Seoul 19... I think that's how you say it. Seoul 1988 Seoul, yeah. Games was the first Games where the Paralympics and Olympic Games were held at the same venue. Like Oh, so even before then they were separate. So yeah, what they did they do? Same... The country built two different... Oh, wait, they didn't, weren't even in the same place. Oh. Yeah, they probably had other facilities, I don't know. But the facilities oh. that they used weren't the actual ones that the, the Olympic uh, athletes could use. So oh, in 1980 so was bad. the first time they could. Um, and it was like, like they had well-constructed um, facilities that they could use. Yeah. Um, and so every, ever since this time, they have been held at the same place at the same time. Um, and in 2001, the, there was a... You, if you want to host as a country, yeah. you have to also host the Paralympics. So if you want to bid for the to host the Olympics, you have to also mm. bid to host the Paralympics. So you yeah. can't have one or the other. I never realised you had to like bid to host the Olympics. Yeah, you have to bid like, in Isn't that so weird? Yeah. I mean, it makes but sense. It makes sense. Because like, how else will they choose? Because yeah. you've got to do that. Let's otherwise. go Australia. Yeah, we were 2000 in... When is it? I've already forgotten. 24, I think it is. I think we're 2024 in Brisbane. 2024 is three years away. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe it's 2060. So 2026. No, no, no. 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 Four. It's like 2036. Is it? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> we don't even know. We'll live here. <laughs> we, we won the bit. And I'm excited because yeah. surely, I think it's in like 10 years or something, or mm-hmm. just over 10 years, because I think I worked it out, that I'll be like, mm, like just below 30. I think just below 30 mm-hmm. or 40. I can't remember I think it's one. 2028 because two, it's after 2024. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. But anyway, mm-hmm. I worked it out and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going. So yeah. catch me. Mm-hmm. On the Olympics, whenever it is in Australia, are we going? <laughs> yes. So, what we're going to, what do you think is my question for you? Is what do you think mm. is the most successful Paralympic Games in history? You know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say this year, but although it's only just started, right? This week. yeah, it has only just started. But I I feel like this year because the reason being. Especially in Australia, everyone's in lockdown. We have nothing to watch. So everyone's going to be, like, watching it more, I feel, than they would previously. 
No, I, I feel like that's the wrong answer, mm-hmm. but that's just my my yeah. thoughts mm-hmm. right now. Well, actually, I would say that the most successful mm. Olymp- Paralympic Games that has been held is the London 2012 Paralympic Games. And the reason why I say that is because there, there was 4,237 athletes from 64 countries, Um, 2.78 million spectators went and like literally packed the venues. And that was uh, nearly a million more than the Beijing uh, Paralympics a million more. the year like four years before that <gasps> yeah um, and then wow. they had 3.8 billion uh, views of watching on TV yep, yep, um, okay. from 115 countries wow. uh, which was basically a 37% growth increase from what was recorded for Beijing of watching worldwide which is incredible you know and, and also the reason why I wouldn't say Rio, although Rio was like, that was also a successful one. Um, like they are more considered like in terms of ticket sales, they didn't mm. quite sell as many as London did in 2012. Mm. And so would that's Would you think why. that's because like more people in London would know, like be more interested or? I don't know. I, I don't know. think so. I just think it's like the way that the, the games were held in London really mm. did push for a movement of like let's support these Paralympic athletes yeah and so I think that yeah so we have basically got to then Tokyo 2020 and right now right now watching watching, but of course because of COVID-19 people can't view or there's no spectators basically which is so sad sad. this thing about they just built all these like facilities and stuff and no one can go watch it well I mean like the other athletes can go watch but not the same yeah definitely not the same it's kind of sad you know mm. like can't go out can't go and see what's happening but you what what are you most excited for do you think with watching mm. the paralympic games like what sport event or stuff it's gonna sound weird i don't even know if they do this in paralympics but rock climbing or sport climbing as it's called I'm do they sure. do that i'm not sure i don't think they do that oh okay then ignore that they might not be able to do that. I don't think so. I know. That's why I'm like, I'd have to research mm-hmm. see if they do have it. Cause that was I'm actually cool. looking forward to some of like the running. Do you know that? Oh, the running like will be, be good. Cool. Um, I was watching some swimming uh, last night. Yeah. Um, and just like incredible people. Like it was actually one guy. I don't know what stroke he was doing. Oh, no, backstroke I think he was doing. I think it was like 100 meters. Mm-hmm. And he won the gold. And they his time actually was... Uh, a few seconds off the person who won bronze in the Olympic Games for the same event. Like, isn't that impressive, man? So he beat, he also, remember, he also beat all the other people as well. He yes. In, like, the previous games. Mm-hmm. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. So uh, that's yeah. crazy that yeah. he could have, if he was, if he wasn't uh, someone with a disability, he yeah. could have nearly snagged the uh, bronze medal of the Olympic Games. Yeah, you always could have. Yeah. That's Which really cool. cool to think. So, we hope that you out there are excited and watching and the Paralympic Games. What your favourite. Mm. Yeah, what are your favourite, like, or what are you most excited to watch? Yep. Um, what teams are you going for? Who are you going for? What country are you rooting for? Yeah. Hopefully your own. We're going for Australia. Yeah. Go Aussie. Let's go. You know, up the Aussies. Yeah. <laughs> as they say. So here we have talked and unpacked that sport um, has the power to change 
the world. And I truly believe that yeah. is the case, specifically with this Paralympic movement, which is amazing. So that yeah, that's cool. It's also changed it's, their lives as well. Yeah. I feel like not just with sport, but also in like their everyday life. Mm. It's like changed because of this. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, we're not just going to leave them in beds to sit there yeah. for the rest of their lives. Yeah. They're actually now into our communities. They're like, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah. So please like. Subscribe. Download. And tell all your friends. This has been Unearthed with AZ and Nicole. See you next time. Enjoying the Active FM shows? Well, then catch us on Instagram at Active FM triple seven, Twitter and Gab at Active FM, Facebook at Active FM forward slash triple seven, as well as YouTube at Active FM and our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop, don't hesitate. Find, follow and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out.